it's time for Rain and Shine, your weekly regional science update, where we explore how the planet works and how we work with the planet. It's that time of year when the nights get crispy and the days, though still warm, become noticeably shorter. It's the time when pumpkins appear on porches and in coffee cups, when the leaves on the trees start to slowly shift from their summer green until one day you wake up to a blaze of gold that has appeared in the aspen grove on the hillside, or you look out your window to see that the sugar maple in your yard has morphed from a demure dark green into a dozen shades of flaming red and deep purple. It's fall, a season named for the movement of the leaves. I used to think that this was the time when the trees show their true colors, but I have been curious about how this change in color works, and I had this notion in my mind, which you may or may not be familiar with, that when the green chlorophyll fades, then you see the real colors of a tree. But it didn't totally add up for me. For example, if this were true, why would sick trees in the fall have light yellow or just brown leaves instead of bright colors? Or why would new leaves still appear green right out of the bud? So I set out to look into this, and I want to share with you what I found. To start, let's go back to that basic and miraculous act of photosynthesis. Plants, through this miracle, put light together. They do this by capturing energy from the light waves of the sun, photons, and then through a chemical process using water from the ground and carbon from the air, they capture and harness that energy by transforming it into glucose, sugar. They essentially eat the sunlight. And in turn, they are eaten by animals and by humans who eat both plants and animals. And the one thing that's most responsible for this magic act? We call it chlorophyll. Translated from its origin in Greek, chlorophyll simply means green leaf. This material that makes leaves green is complex and is very similar to our own blood molecule, hemoglobin. Only unlike our blood, this plant blood contains a single magnesium ion rather than iron. Also like our blood, chlorophyll is a pigment, which is to say that it is a molecule that absorbs some wavelengths of light and reflects others. Remember that sunlight actually carries all the colors of the rainbow and more. Chlorophyll as a pigment absorbs some of those photons from blue and red light waves while reflecting the green ones. Thinking about this was a little mind-bending for me because I realized that the leaves themselves don't actually contain any green light at all. They reject it. While that's not the full story, it's exactly where the story of our fall leaf colors begins to take shape. Plant leaves contain other pigments with molecules that can also capture the sunlight, but which are not chlorophyll. The main ones are called carotenoids and anthocyanins, while these molecules cannot perform photosynthesis, only chlorophyll can do that, they can capture the sun's light and trade those photons with the chlorophyll, adding to it or subtracting from it in order to regulate the energy production of the tree. Uniquely, they also capture other wavelengths of light than chlorophyll does. Carotenoids absorb those green and blue wavelengths and reflect the characteristic yellow and oranges while anthocyanins absorb green and blue light and reflect pinks and purples and reds. These other pigments can help a plant regulate heat and light exposure and work to enhance and protect its immunity. As the days shorten and the sunlight grows less, trees go about the business of conserving water and pulling their energy back into their roots. 
Because chlorophyll is made up of many precious parts and they don't want to waste it, they break this pigment down first, recycling its parts and pieces back into their system. As they do this, they draw the chlorophyll back from their leaves but leave the other pigments behind to continue to protect the tree and support its health during this internal recycling process. And that is when those other colors are revealed. When a tree's leaves shift suddenly from green to brown, it can be a sign of ill health, as it indicates that the other heat-regulating and immunity-boosting pigments are not present. Conversely, a strong showing of fall colors is a strong showing of the health and vitality of a tree. While I am happy to share with you that what I thought about fall colors was wrong, it's not the true colors of a tree, but instead other pigments performing very important functions, in the end, this business of photosynthesis really just seems to be some sort of magic that, try as we might, we still do not fully understand. We do our best by calling a material that absorbs some kinds of light waves and reflects others a pigment. We do our best by breaking things down into molecules and learning what kind of ions they contain. However, is a pigment the right name for something that gives both plants and humans immunity and protects both leaves and eyes from the damaging effects of sunlight? Are molecules that work together just small mechanical parts that somehow manage to perform an extraordinary and yet utterly ordinary feat of making sugar out of sunlight? Call it what you will. I will call it the magic that fall reveals. You've been listening to Rain and Shine, a production of the Learning Council, produced by Corey Stanton and written and narrated by me, Calla Rose Ostrander. To submit your nature and science questions, email us at rainshineweekly at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page. And thanks for listening.